Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast and this is episode 55. You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Metcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing. Hello my friends. What's up? <laughs> this is Dr. Abby Metcalf and this is the Relationships Made Easy podcast. Today's title is Complaining is as bad for you as bacon and just as satisfying. So <laughs> you won't believe this but some research shows that people complain once a minute, a minute during a typical conversation. So why the heck do we complain? The simple answer, because it feels good. <laughs> If you're not happy in your relationship, complaining can become a really nasty habit. And not only is complaining hurting your relationship, but it's negatively affecting your mental and physical health. So, I say complaining is like bacon. It isn't good for you, but it's ever so satisfying in the moment. Now, I'm going to talk today about the three reasons why you're hurting yourself if you're complaining, so you can really understand this and get motivated hopefully to stop. And then we're going to go over the three things you can do if you're ready to stop complaining. And in my fabulous way, you can come on over to the website and get a cheat sheet on the three things, my three big tips to stop complaining. So you can listen, you know, right now, but then come on over to the website and uh, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 55. And you can get yourself a, a little download there to have a cheat sheet so that you can keep it with you. And I do want to give a shout out that one of my uh, tribes members, one of the people in our community, says that she prints those things and then keeps them in like a binder. She's, she calls it her Abby book. Uh, but, you know, kind of keeps the, you know, prints the things like the stuff that I have out there, you know, the three tips to that, the four tips to this, um, any of my little things and just has them. So she has them handy and she can look them over really easily. So anyway, that was, um, I have her name here too, Veronica L. Uh, so thanks, Veronica. Excellent idea, and I'm sharing it with the world here. Okay, so let's get cracking. 
let's get crack lacking and talk about the first, the three reasons why you're hurting yourself if you're complaining. So reason number one, and this is something I say a lot, what fires together, wires together. So I didn't make that up. I'll talk about that. But anyway, so here's the deal. Whenever we repeat any behavior like complaining, our neurons will reach out to each other as they try to make the information you're processing flow easier. Okay, so that's what they're doing in your brain. This makes it easier to repeat, you know, like some specific behavior in the future. So from a survival standpoint, our ancestors, for example, maybe got better at hunting the more they did it. Makes sense, right? And hunting skills would become automatic. The brain would be more efficient. It would use less fuel to hunt. So the brain is always looking for the most economical way to use its resources. So it loves, when you think of things over and over again, and you do something over and over, it creates very efficient pathways for that and wants to use those first. Uh, and what I was, when I, I'm always researching when I'm doing these things and, uh, one author I read and I apologize if you're the author who said this, you can write into me and I'll, I'll give you some credit in my podcast, <laughs> but I have to admit I lost that. Um, so one author I, but I, I do, I do want to say it's, this is not my quote, but I loved it. Who I was looking at, he said, who'd want to build a temporary bridge every time you need to cross a river? it makes a lot more sense to construct a permanent bridge. So your neurons grow closer together and the connections between them become more permanent. I just think that's so well said. Uh, so, but that's what's happening when you're uh, complaining or when you're doing anything really repetitively, but for that. Now, Donald Hebb, he is known as the father of neuropsychology. And he's the one who famously said that neurons that fire together, wire together. And we've often just said, these days, what fires together, wires together, meaning the same thing. So complaining like any other activity activates the neurons in the brain and it trains them to remember the pattern. So the complainer basically is teaching their brain to fire the same mental pattern every time they complain. And these negative emotions and memories eventually trigger unhealthy emotions like depression and anxiety. And you know, if you've complained a lot, you know, you start to get that. So every time you do something or have a thought repeatedly, you're wiring your brain. You don't have a choice about this. This is just what's going to automatically happen. You only have a choice what you think about what you repeatedly think about, but you don't have a choice about the wiring. So when you think about when you start thinking better about what's in your head all day, you start to really realize all these things that you've been wiring together that you might not want to be doing. So negative habits basically change your brain for the worse and positive habits change them for the better, more or less, because of all this great wiring. So if you're repeatedly complaining about something, you know, uh, she's always nagging me. How can he not see how dirty the floor is? Those are ones I've heard this week. It rewires your brain to make future complaining easier, right? Because these little pathways are really well-worn and you get like a permanent bridge. And that makes it obviously more likely. So as month after month, year after year passes, you'll find it way easier to be negative regardless of what's really happening in the rest of your world. 
So even if things are going really well and there's this one thing, if you've been doing it over and over, that'll become the thing, the only thing. It'll get bigger and bigger. So as a result, it's more difficult to create a more positive outlook and you'll get yourself stuck in a negative loop of emotions and attitudes about your life. So that's number one. Reason number two why complaining is bad for you is it's damaging your brain and your body. Complaining is literally bad for your health. And I just want to, I'll jump into the mental first, but we'll do both. Stanford University researchers have found that complaining shrinks the hippocampus. I talk about the hippocampus a lot. This is the learning part of your brain. It's most often associated with memory, especially uh, long-term, and it's critical for effective problem solving and thinking clearly. So you don't want your hippocampus damaged. This is really important. So if you allow yourself to continually complain, it'll alter your thought processes and you'll processes, <laughs> it'll alter your thought processes and you'll remember things wrong. And this is why this happens a lot in fights and things. I've talked about this, how you end up remembering things wrong. So in addition, you're always battling your brain's propensity for what's called the negativity bias. Again, I've talked about the negativity bias before on the podcast. So this is your brain's tendency to focus more on negative situations and events than the positive ones. And you all know I love me some Dr. Rick Hansen. He wrote a lot of books, but he's a neuroscientist and author, and I love Buddha's Brain. It's a great book. Um, And he explains negativity bias like this. He says that negative stimuli produce more neural activity than equally intensive positive ones. How do you like that? That's because our brain is wired this way. So when you think negatively, it actually has more stuff going on. More neurons are reaching out. Your dendrites are getting bushier. All this stuff is happening more than if you're, when you think a positive thought. I know we are set up in a screwed way, aren't we? Uh, So that means that negative things are perceived more easily. They're perceived more, you know, they're perceived quickly. And that again, this negativity bias is really a problem. So we always have to be fighting it and complaining ain't fighting it. So when we repeatedly focus on the negative by complaining, we're firing the neurons responsible for this negativity bias. So we're really getting them so engaged, so happy, so moving, uh, and that gets us in a lot of trouble. Now, Another bad thing that happens when you complain is that it causes your body to release cortisol. You know I talk about cortisol a lot. It's a stress hormone. And cortisol is part of the mechanism that turns on your sympathetic nervous system. And remember, that's the part that shifts you into fight, flight, or freeze mode. So when cortisol is released, because think about it, your your brain, you know, you get this stress hormone. So your brain, remember, we're, we have this ancient hard wiring goes, oh, something must be about to attack us and kill us. I better figure out how to run, how to how to fight it or how to freeze and hope it doesn't see me and move and passes over me. And that's what that does. Cortisol re- uh, higher, low sorry, increases your blood pressure. It increases your blood sugar. So you can run away faster. You can fight better. All these things happen. But if you're just sitting at your desk and you get cortisol and you start, your blood pressure starts to raise and your blood sugar starts to increase, this is not good. This is not healthy for you. And research has shown that I'm going to quote, all that extra cortisol released by frequent complaining impairs your immune system and makes you more susceptible to high cholesterol, diabetes, heart disease, and obesity. Complaining can make you fat. So it even makes the brain more vulnerable to strokes. This is how bad complaining is. Okay. 
Reason number three, like those two reasons weren't good enough to stop complaining. Reason number three is something called neuronal mirroring. Okay. And you've probably heard of this before. This is the human brain unconsciously mimics the moods of the people we spend the most time with. So I want to say it again. Your brain right now is unconsciously copying the moods of the people you spend the most time with. So this is this is this process. This is neuronal mirroring. And it's the reason we can feel empathy, right? So around people we can kind of pick up on things and we can actually feel empathy. That's great. However, when it comes to being around a complainer, it's not a good thing. It, it's not good to, to get pulled in. The problem is that, so even if you're not the one complaining, but the people around you are, you can have all those same negative consequences. I, I saw somewhere someone said it's like uh, secondhand complaining, right? <laughs> like secondhand smoke. Uh, it's like secondhand complaining. You can, so all this bad stuff can happen just by being around these people. In the, so really think of those three reasons. In the end, it's time to stop complaining, whether it's about your partner or anyone else, and start changing yourself or the situation, right? Isn't it? Okay. So let's say you're on board to stop all this complaining. Uh, <laughs> here are three. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ways you can do, or three things I should say that you can do when you feel the need to complain. These are the three things you can do instead. Okay. Number one, have an attitude of gratitude. I know. I didn't even make this up. This is literally from the research. So simply put, when you feel like complaining, shift your attention to something that you're grateful for. And doing this, so, you know, maybe you're upset with your partner and instead you're about to complain. They didn't take out the garbage again or something or, um, you know, whatever. Instead, you would think about something you're grateful for about that person instead. And if you can't think it about the person, think it about your life. Go somewhere else in your life that you're grateful. Uh, maybe it's your beautiful home. Maybe it's the dog. I don't, you know, something would be really helpful. If it can be about the person, even better. But if it can't, get into gratitude. Now, there's actually benefits to gratitude because I'm giving you these multiple benefits because I want to get you super inspired to be grateful, <laughs> to practice an attitude of gratitude. So benefit number one is improved health. Uh, research at the University of California, Davis, found that people who worked daily to cultivate an attitude of gratitude experienced improved mood and energy and substantially less anxiety. And really, that's due to these lower cortisol levels. Actually practicing gratitude, I have to look this up, hold on, uh, reduced cortisol by 23% in those studies. 
Do you love that? So that cortisol is nasty, man. That'll screw up your life. Uh, so there, there's one. There's one benefit, improved health. Benefit number two, life is better. Studies at Yale University have shown that practicing gratitude will result in, result in higher alertness, higher enthusiasm, determination, attentiveness, and energy. By the way, I'm going to link to all this research on the on the my show notes. So if you want to look it up yourself, you can. Because I hate when people say studies say, and then I can't find out what those studies are. And then benefit number three, your relationship will be better. Your relationships will end up rocking. So studies at Harvard, I've heard that's a pretty good school, uh, have shown that practicing gratitude improves your health and strengthens relationships. And there was actually one study of couples that found that partners who expressed gratitude for their mate felt more positive toward their toward their person, toward their mate, and also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about the relationship just, just by, again, when we're doing this gratitude. So having an attitude of gratitude can be achieved as really simply. I don't want you to think this is some huge thing. Um, sometimes I tell people, hey, write down three things you're grateful for every day. Just do that. Write down three things you're grateful for every day. Uh, you can write a gratitude letter to the person you're complaining about. You don't have to send it. You can just write it. Um, thinking one thing you're grateful for anytime you notice you're about to complain. Remember I said that. If you can notice you're about to complain, just think of one thing you're grateful for. Any of these things will help shift you into an attitude of gratitude. Okay, so that's number one. Number one thing you can do if you're, um, if you're noticing yourself complaining Get on the gratitude bad wagon. Number two is to complain with a purpose. There's a lot of good research out there about this. It's called solution-oriented complaining. So basically, and uh, there's a there's actually a really interesting book called The Squeaky Wheel by Dr. Guy Winch. And he found in his research that, I'm going to quote again, almost 95% of consumers who have a problem with a product don't complain to the company, but they will tell eight to 16 people about their complaint, <laughs> which of course it's unproductive because we're not complaining to the people who can resolve our issue, right? We're complaining to everyone else. And this is true of complainers in general. If you feel something is so big that you need to say something and complain, uh, make sure it's solution-oriented complaining. And what do I mean by that? Well, there's, in other words, that you're going to find a solution for it and not just complain. I know uh, in work environments where I've done training or, you know, uh, coaching or whatever, I, I'm always about this. I don't want to hear any complaint unless you have a solution for it. Um, but there's a three-step process to solution-oriented complaining. So I'm going to lay that out right here. And again, this will all be, if you want to come and um, get my cheat sheet today for today's stuff, you'll It'll all be on there, so you don't have to memorize right now as you're listening. So here's a three-step process to solution-oriented complaining. One, you have to have a clear purpose. Identify the exact outcome you want. And if you can't identify an exact outcome, then you're just wanting to complain to complain, and that's some crap you need to stop right now. <laughs> so if you don't even know what the outcome is, you think about it. Sometimes we have these complaints. We don't know what we want to have happen on the other side. So you'd have to have a clear purpose, a reason you're complaining, a reason you're saying something. Number two, start with something positive. So you're going to have this clear idea. And then starting with something positive, you can imagine it helps keep the other person from getting defensive. So you might say, um, you know, I really love, uh, well, actually, I just did this. It's so funny. I bought a pair of pants from a store that I really love. 
And I brought, but, but the pants, I don't know, they didn't fit and they didn't really work. And I, when I brought them back to the store, they said, well, there's a 10 day return policy. And I thought it was two weeks and I had come on two weeks and uh, I was like, oh, and so I actually emailed in to like, you know, the, I don't think it's the owner of the company, but you know what I mean? I, I emailed in and I, and so it's really complaining, right? I want my money back or I want a credit or something for these pants that I'm not going to wear. And I, I did, I start well, and it was the truth for me. I started with, uh, you know, I love your, your brand. I love your clothes. I'm a dedicated consumer. I, you know, I, I really like your stuff. Um, and here's my issue, you know, and sort of laid it out there. So starting with something positive, it's so funny. I just did that and I didn't even think of this. Um, but it's, you know, and in a conversation with your partner or whoever else, if you could start with something positive, like I know you're trying real hard or, you know, I've really seen an improvement in X, Y, or Z and, you know, here's this other thing I'd like to see happen. Or, you know, I've, we've moved the needle from A to B. I'd like to move it from B to C, that kind of thing. So, uh, and number three, the third thing you can do, this three-step process to solution-oriented complaining is to be specific. So this is on the thing. This is not a time to rehash the last 10 years of the person doing this, whatever this is. Talk about the current situation only. This is really hard. Uh, and it's hard for a lot of people. So that means you would not say never or, or always because you're not talking about all the past or whatever. You're just talking about this moment. So you're going to be as specific as possible with what is happening in the moment. Okay. So clear purpose, start with something positive and be specific about what you're complaining about. Okay. That is solution oriented complaining. And then my last tip for today uh, tip number three is this awesome thing I found because again, I'm always, when I'm researching these podcasts uh, that people write in about, it's like I start finding out all this great stuff. And uh, there is a complaint free 21 day challenge. I know it's amazing. So of course, I'm going to link to all this in the show notes, no worries, but there's a guy, Will Bowen, and he is a motivational speaker and author, and he is on a mission to stop complaining. And he claims on his website that over 11 million people worldwide have already taken his complaint-free challenge, this 21-day complaint-free challenge. Awesome. He says, and I'm uh, going to quote right from his website. Complaining is an epidemic that's destroying our happiness, relationships, our health, and our success. The problem is that most people aren't even aware when they complain. I think that's so true. And he says, I love this. Complaining is like bad breath. You notice it when it comes out of someone else's mouth, but not when it comes out of your own. <laughs> Come on, that's awesome. So he has this 21-day uh, complaint-free challenge, which it's a great way to make complaining something you start to notice so you can stop it. Uh, what I liked about this, and he has like these little um, like wristbands. They look like little purple, you know, wristbands. And you can, by the way, do this if you're – I was talking to um, another mom on my daughter's travel softball team the other day. Um, uh, shout out to Becky. And uh, we were talking about this because she's a teacher, a first grade teacher. And I was like, oh, this would be so cool to do like among your grade. And uh, he'll, it's like 50 bucks to get, I think like 50 people enrolled and there's videos and there's this whole thing. There's a whole training about it. And what I like though, can you imagine doing that with a whole class 
or and not just a whole class, a whole grade and making that grade not complete, you know, having them like call each other on it, maybe have some prizes at the end to whoever does it the best or something. Um, Cause can you imagine being in an environment it, it, that's so much more positive where there's not this complaining, where everything is solution oriented, where you're really, you know, trying to make things change and happen versus just sort of blah, 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 you know, whining about what's not there. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I really liked it. So but you can do the challenge on your own. You don't have to be with anybody else. It, it's, again, not expensive. And uh, he, he does charge money for it, but it's not a lot of money. And it's just such a great way because a lot of us are complaining and don't realize it. Don't realize we're complaining. And uh, so we're doing it and talking. And then, you know, later, kind of when you're doing this kind of thing, as I've been since I've been uh, investigating this and researching this, I realized that I complain more than I think I do. I don't think of myself as a complainer at all. So yeah. So anyway, you can do the, take the challenge. So that's it. Those are my three tips. One is to practice an attitude of gratitude. The second is to really focus on solution-oriented complaining, and I gave you a three-step process for that. And number three is that you can take the challenge. And again, you can come over to the website, www.abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, and this is uh, episode 55, and you can download the three tips to stop complaining right there, and you can always just even look at the show notes and get some of the information from that, but the tips themselves will be in the download. There you go. That's it for today. It's a little shorter today than usual. Isn't that kind of nice? I'm sure you guys appreciate that sometimes (laughs) instead of me going on and on. As always, I'm so appreciative you're here. Please, as always, I'm going to really ask that you subscribe to the podcast. That would be great. Anywhere that you get podcasts, you can subscribe. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all those good things. I think iTunes is going away though, isn't it? Uh, And then you can um, also maybe leave a review. That would be fabulous. I would so appreciate that more than you can imagine. Uh, Leaving a little review for me if you like it. Um, Please don't leave one if you hate it. Uh, If you don't like something, email me. Don't complain. (laughs) Email directly. Let me know. Uh, And I really mean that. If there's something that doesn't work, let me know. Um, Abby at abbymedcalf.com. And, uh, or tell me something that you would like on a future episode, because I'd be really happy to make that happen. All right. Thanks everyone so much. Go out there, have an amazing day. And no matter what else happens today, no complaints. All right. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.